0: Fourth and final hour on this Wednesday afternoon, Darren, Donick, and Jace, and now Seamace. every Wednesday at 1, driven by Freeland Chevrolet. Chris, how you doing?
1: Ah, oh, fantastic, and you yourself.
0: How could we not be fantastic after last night? That was a lot of fun.
1: That was a good game. It was a lot of fun. A um, little deceiving, I think, the, the score, but it was... Uh, Good game, good results. Nice to see the the Preds get on the board early. So all things, anytime you win, it's it's the cure for all. So it was uh, it was a good uh, good night last night. Lots of energy in the building too. Loved it.
0: Let me uh, peel the curtain back with you because I love doing this with Skills, even though you have to sometimes enter with caution, right? Because you never know <laughs> what's going to happen. Always, always, always enter with caution because you never know how it's going to play out. But yes. he, he told some funny stories last night in post game. You know, I brought up you know. <laughs> he said, You've been in the box a lot <laughs> he left. He said, Yes. And I said, So just kind of take take us through, you know, leaving the box and just kind of the Colton Sissons play. And he, he told a funny story about he got clipped once on the door and fell out coming out of the box. But so I want you to take us through the mindset of a goalie. You've experienced some things that played out last night. So let's start with the Predators are up 2 nothing, and right shortly after that Colton Sissons goal, Kasha gets a breakaway, and right after this, I mean, Anaheim could have had the quick response and cut the lead in half. So just talk about the mindset of a goaltender, and Pekka, of course, came up with the big save. When you get that breakaway, You and it's mano-a-mano, it's you versus him and what you're trying to accomplish and kind of you know, take us through that play through your eyes.
1: Well, anytime a goaltender, especially you know somebody with as much experience as, as Pekka knows those critical times in a hockey game, um, you know, and, and those are one of those those times where we saw it a couple times last night actually he made another big save and then the Preds went down and scored in the second period too. But those are one of those times where. Um, you know, it could be a turning point in the hockey game. Like if he lets that in, all of a sudden the Ducks are back in because they were playing well, they were getting chances. They out-chanced the Preds in the first period, uh, but, but you know the score wasn't really indicative of the type of hockey game it was. So that again is you know one of those moments in a hockey game. As a goaltender, you know that the the, the more of those that you can make, obviously, you know you know this goes without saying, but the more you can. Uh, make of those and frustrate and kind of demoralize the other team it kind of takes them their their belief away a little bit and it builds you know on the flip side it builds the the belief in your team that hey you know what we're n- might not be playing our best hockey right now but we got a couple goals and our goaltenders keeping it in the hockey game so as a goaltender you're, you're fully aware of that and those those swings that can happen within the game and um, you know it was kind of that fragile point to be honest with you because Anaheim was playing really well. They, mm-hmm. they were getting a ton of chances. So so that goes in, and you're talking a completely different hockey game. So those saves are just, in retrospect, when you look back, he made uh, he made plenty of them last night in the first and second period especially.
0: And so the Predators get to build on that right out of the gates in the second period. Grimaldi gets the goal just over 30 seconds in, and all of a sudden it's 3 nothing. And so everything feels really, really good. But Anaheim, yet again, has got another opportunity to get uh, with a I guess a couple minutes later, they get the, the, the penalty shot. So what are you going through? You, you know, we don't see it a ton, but whenever the penalty shot is awarded. So once again, it's just like a shootout, but this is a little bit different. I, take us through the mindset of uh, what Pekka and a goaltender trying to do at that point.
1: Well, at that point, you're just, you know, you you, look, you, you see the play hop and the referee's hand goes up. So you, you're you're probably hoping it's a penalty so you can kill that off. But once it's a penalty shot, you just get in shootout mode. And penalty shots are a little different for whatever reason. I just think it's, uh, you know, unexpected by the player. And, um, you know, they're not picked by the coach. It's not a formality. It's kind of those spur-of-the-moment type of things. So you just you just get – you know, Pekka was in the zone last night, so I really honestly don't think it mattered what they do. And, you know, when you, <laughs> you get in a situation as a goaltender like that, like you want the shots. You want them to shoot because you just – it just felt like you know it was going to take you know a miracle to beat him. They end up getting beat on a turnover, great shot by Getzlaff. But you could just see that night that no matter what the situation was, he wanted to be in that situation. That penalty shot was no different. I didn't think Terry um, really executed a very nice move. But again, when you're playing against the goaltender like the way that Pekka was playing, you think you know as a player you go down and you think you have to make a perfect shot to beat him. And then, uh, you know, Pekka turned that away easily. And again, just another demoralizing factor, you know, for the Ducks when you're sitting on the bench thinking, geez, what are we going to do to score on this guy? Yeah. And that gets, you know, it's, it's it's a mind game out there. And I think that did play a big part, um, you know, of the game. And Pekka was just, man, he was good.
0: He was good. And with all that being said, uh, the Predators get their first shorthanded goal of the year. And, Look! Look who it came from, and it just what we were just talking about—the missed opportunities by Anaheim—and how about that play? In fact, that was a, a really interesting perspective. Hal walked us, you know, walked everybody through last night when I asked him to kind of, you know, that—that's instincts, you know. You he he made the choice because if Matias doesn't make that play, that that could be big trouble. But he makes the play, and then finish about about the finish. I mean. to – for what he was able to do to get that shorthanded goal. Uh, that was quite impressive.
1: Well, it was really impressive. And, and to me, it was even more impressive because I think the penalty kill has kind of been under fire. It hasn't been great this year. Um, I feel what their strengths in past years, they've always had a strong penalty kill, but I feel one of their biggest strengths as a group is their work in the neutral zone. They make it really hard for teams to get into the zone. So you have to, to take courage because you have to stand up and you have to um, you know, you don't back in in the neutral zone, and, and you try to do what actually Matias did. But it, it, when you're, you have a vulnerable penalty kill, your instincts are to just to just back in. You know what? We don't want to take any chances. There's a little bit of risk associated with this. We haven't been playing well. We got to back in. We'll just we'll you know we'll we'll just you know throw we'll just play with caution. But they stood up, and I thought the penalty kill was excellent um, last night, and they needed that too. But for Matias to stay up and and be aggressive like that and then take that shot he just poked it away, you know, perfectly and i think uh you know that says a lot about the the team in, in terms of maybe the percentages aren't good and they've been getting scored on and they know they have to be better and they know what they have to do and they're not scared to do it. So i think last night for the penalty kill was huge and uh you know getting that shorthanded goal was was icing on top of that cuz that really i think that goal really put the game away.
2: Chris Mason is with us and Mace, as you sort of alluded to earlier, that it was a little deceiving how lopsided the score ended up being. The, the Predators were opportunistic, which was great, to be able to cash in. That that was sort of the issue last Saturday against the the Panthers, not being able to cash in on their best opportunities. But I heard Peter Laviolette after the game still say, we've still got some stuff to work on defensively. And and it seems to me that the key element is still going to continue to be balancing the push offensively, the firepower they have, with making sure they don't leave themselves on the opposite side with two on ones, three on twos, breakaways, because Pekarena erased a lot of mistakes last night.
1: Yeah, and I, I feel like that's kind of been the issue right from the beginning of the year. Where you know it's great to score goals, you know, at the rate that they're scoring, but you know, if your long term picture. Uh, you know your long term goal is to win in the playoffs and win the Stanley Cup you know ultimately i know it's it 's forever and a day away, but you, you have to start getting those good habits because you 're not going to be able to score that you know that this type of you know, these games aren't going to happen in playoffs in the second half of the season they're they're tight checking hockey games and You know, if if you make those mistakes, those are mistakes. You know, that's you end up on the wrong side of a one-goal hockey game because you're making those mental lapses, or you're you're taking, you know, you're not weighing the risk reward. You think you can go for a puck, and all of a sudden you get in there and you try to poke it away, and all of a sudden they chip it by, and it's a two-on-one in the back of your net. So these are some of the things that I think um, they're correctable. It's it's just a commitment, and it's. It's still early in the season, and there's a lot of teams that have, you know, I've watched some other games too, and a lot of the same stuff's going on for a lot of teams right now. That's why the goal scoring's up and all this. But um, it's definitely something you kind of want to take care of as soon as possible because, you know, I don't think the Predators, or anyone for that matter, um, can really keep up, you know, the pace of goals they're scoring. And, That type of hockey just doesn't translate in the playoffs. So I know that that's got to be a a big priority inside that locker room. And I know Peter wants to take care of some of the bad habits. And, you know, sometimes I feel um, they get running around a little bit in the defensive zone. They like to play uh, man-on-man. And, you know, when you play those types of systems, if one guy gets out of position you know, you, you lend yourself to open up a, a good scoring chance. So I think it's just the more games they get under their belt and everybody gets on the same page I think will be a benefit to them. But, you know, you wanna you wanna win those games two one too, right? You we want to be able to win those hockey games as well. You don't necessarily need the the, the five fours and the six fives. It's nice to nice exciting games to call, that's for sure. But if you're looking at the big picture you wanna get that goals against average
2: down as a team. Tomorrow night the Minnesota Wild come in. They really struggled out of the gate, but they've won their last two games, even though they've got some guys banged up. Uh, it appears that Dubnik will not be able to play tomorrow. Got hurt during the game last night. They've called up another goalie. Pretty early on, say like, yeah. still well,
0: preserve the, the shutout. Yeah, and
2: Dubnik and I still don't understand how all the goalie stats work, but he got the win. Yes. Dubnik still got the win. I know. But, but when uh, you get
1: the win. If you're if you're in the hockey game and your team is you're in net for the game winning goal, you get credited with the win.
0: Okay, so it so they had already scored because the final was three nothing. Yeah,
1: they, they scored three. I think when he, I think they scored three right away. Oh, okay. So they I had can't scored. remember what exactly what it was, but he was the goalie of record when the game winning goal was scored. Okay, so he gets credit.
2: So I think we're all curious, Mason, uh, how the Wild look already for the second time coming through town. Who gets credit? By the way, real quick, who gets credit for the shutout?
0: How does that work?
1: No one. They, it's a joint shutout, so not one guy gets it. They it, it counts as a. Uh, a joint shutout. It's a separate, a separate category. Hmm. Okay. I think I've had one of those once. I think it was with Volkun, but really, uh, maybe we'll have to look into that. Were up.
2: you the relief pitcher, or did you start? I think
1: I was the relief pitcher. I came in. He he had enough, and I went in there and closed her out.
2: A couple, <laughs> a couple of strikeouts ended. <laughs> Couples, yeah. <laughs> Goalie stats with C-Mace here uh, yeah, yeah. I, the
1: the that. I don't even know. I honestly, that's. But anyway, I know the, the win thing because I've been on the, uh, both sides of that. But, um, you know, for Minnesota, though, honestly, I, you know, I mean, we've been around this game for a long, long time, and you cannot overlook anybody in the league. And I think a lot of times, you know, people get caught up in looking at the standings and looking at, you know, how this team started. And, oh, they don't have this person and that person. I, I just feel in this league, if you don't come and play your best game, or you play the way that you play hockey you know you play a game the way that you're going to go play the Vegas Golden Knights if you go out and play the Arizona Coyotes differently you're going to lose that hockey game you got to you get you have to bring your best game what your you know whatever your team identity is you have to bring that and you, and you have to have everybody you know on board and i think the Minnesota Wild again is another team that if you say well you know Anaheim was playing well. They were second in the Pacific, and in then, in the, you know, in the dressing room, you're thinking, well, wow, you know, Minnesota Wild, they're not doing so good. Yeah, they beat Edmonton, but Dubnik's not playing. We only need to, you know, give it 85%, and we'll probably win this hockey game. That's not the way it works in the NHL. So I, I think the Predators, um, it's good. I think that they have a lot of things to still work on, um, just finding that consistency because, you know, from game to game, I think, they put in a couple good defensive efforts. I think Peck has uh, saved their bacon a couple times. Um, but I'll tell you what, I will be interested to see uh, who's going to get the start because uh, Soros has had some pretty good games against Minnesota in the past, and this might be a good opportunity for him to get back in there on a team that he's familiar with and has had some success against.
2: Chris Mason just read my mind because I was about to ask you about
0: UC Soros because you figure he's going to be starting in one of these next two games. But my question is what – is the conversation like between UC Saros and Ben Vanderklok, the goalie coach, because it hasn't been the the greatest start for UC Saros thus far?
1: You know, if I'm if I'm in this situation, and you know, I'm I'm the goalie coach, and I know Ben is you know such a passionate guy, and he's always really conscious of you know the guy's psyche, and 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 really being careful to help put them in the right uh, you know state of mind. I think you're just there's obviously some some things that in the games that maybe you know, he let in a couple goals here or there. But I think that the last game against Arizona there's you know, a lot of things that he did well. He played well, he hasn't got the goal support. That's one of the things I'd say is say, Hey, you know, Juice, it's early. You know, the guys haven't played that well in front of you. Just keep going, battling and practice. Let's find some drills to get you feeling good and kinda of get that confidence. I I just keep building the confidence and don't let him get down it's tough enough it's it's always hard to begin the season because everything is under such a big microscope and I think it gets blown out of proportion like everybody's talking about well Nashville's averaging you know whatever five goals a game they're going to if they keep this pace they're going to beat you know Tampa Bay from last year and all these different things that just it's just not you know it's not going to happen so I think for, for a goaltender um, and for, you know, Ben and, and the coaches and probably Peckett too is just to just keep building them up, just be there as a support system, just, you know, give them some good goaltending drills to keep that confidence going and keep them sharp. So it, it's they're not too worried about it. I'm not worried about it at all. But it just, you know, you want to get in the wind column and you want to put a good game under your belt too sooner rather than later so it doesn't end up snowballing.
0: I was going to ask you about Halloween, but we can do that next Wednesday because that will be – the day before, Ooh. so I'll save that. Okay, okay. be good. I want it's to scary. see if I can get anything uh, out of you for Thursday. There is a home game. There is.
1: I don't even know. I don't think we're. I don't think we're doing anything on the broadcast. But really, I don't even. I don't think so. Well, you know what, Willie and I talked about too is like, how would it look if we dressed up as, let's say you know Mario and Luigi and all of a sudden we're down 3-0 after the first period. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Hey Luigi, hey to the I <laughs> Like I don't know, it just doesn't fly, you know? I don't know. Oh, that's, that's a tough one. That's good stuff. Hey, hey, so
0: I want you to know you passed inspection last night when I came up to the booth. Glad to see oh. everything clean up there. So, it was good. Bloody. I
1: just I got a little ner- I got excited and nervous to see it, but I'm glad you're, you know, you're keeping tabs on Bridgestone during the games. It's yeah, no yeah.
0: citations. No citations. Yep. Good stuff yep. as always. Uh, good to talk to you. We'll talk to you tomorrow
1: okay thanks guys see ya
0: chris mason uh driven by freeland chevrolet every wednesday at one o'clock more of darren donick and chase next